Welcome to the Bob Harden Show, bringing you news and commentary to keep you informed and enjoying life on the Paradise Coast. And now, here's your host, Bob Harden. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. They do great work, and you can find out more and give them a call. The website is johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. We have a terrific show for you today, including lots of news, and special guest Kathleen Pasadomo, our state senator, Boo Mortensen will be joining us, Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government, and also my wife Linda will be talking about some of the events of the day as well. It is August the 9th, and on this day in 1945, a second atomic bomb was dropped on Japan by the United States at Nagasaki, resulting in finally in Japan's unconditional surrender. Devastation rot at Hiroshima was not sufficient to convince the Japanese War Council to accept the Potsdam Conference's demand for unconditional surrender. The United States had already planned to drop the second bomb, named Fat Man, on August the 11th in the event of such recalcitrance. But bad weather, expected for the day, pushed the date back to August the 9th. So at 1.56 a.m., a specially adapted B-29 bomber called Boxcar after its, unus- its usual commander, Frederick Bach, uh, took off to uh, Tenian Island under the command of Major Charles W. Sweeney. Nagasaki was a shipbuilding center, the very industry intended for destruction. The bomb was dropped at 11.02 a.m., 1,650 feet above the city. The explosion unleashed the equivalent of a force of 22,000 tons of TNT. The hill that surrounded the city did not a better job of containing the destructive force, but the number killed is estimated at anywhere between 60 and 80,000. Exact figures are impossible. The blast having obliterated bodies and disintegrated records. General Leslie R. Groves, the man responsible for organizing the Manhattan Project, which solved the problem of producing and delivering the nuclear explosion, estimated that another atomic bomb would be ready to use against Japan by August the 17th or 18th, but it wasn't necessary. Even though the uh, War Council still remained divided, it's far too early to say that the war is lost, divided the Minister of War, Emperor Hirohito, by request of two War Council members eager to end the war, met with the council and declared that the continuing the war can only result in the annihilation of the Japanese people. The Emperor of Japan gave his permission for unconditional surrender. All that happening on this day in 1945. Not a proud day for humanity, but important to end the war with the Japanese. Well, the 45th president, as I'm sure uh, I'm sad to report, the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, released a statement on Monday saying that the FBI had raided his Florida home. Trump spoke at CPAC on Saturday in Dallas and Kenosha, Wisconsin on Friday, said that his home was currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. It was later reported the FBI took 15 boxes of material from the former president's residence. More than 30 FBI agents raided the home and were not being judicious about what they took from the home. Trump uh, was New York at the time of the raid. It was also reported that the Department of Justice had advanced notice that the raid would be taking place. These are dark times for our nation, and my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago, in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large force of FBI agency began. Nothing like this has ever happened to the President of the United States before. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate, he said. It was reported at the New York Times that the search appeared to be focused on material that Mr. Trump had brought with him to Mar-a-Lago, which contained many pages of classified documents, according to a person familiar with the contents. The New York Times reported that Mr. Trump delayed returning 15 boxes of material requested by officials with the National Archives for many months, only doing so when they came to a threat of action being taken to retrieve them. CBS reported that the boxes of documents that the FBI took from Trump's home were not specifically related to January 6th, the raid occurred early Monday morning, and the FBI agents brought a safe cracker and cracked a relatively new safe in Trump's. It makes me smile because the thing was empty. <laughs> There's nothing in it. 
It's prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who would likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections, Trump continued. Such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate when operatives broke into the Democrat National Committee? Here, in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th president of the United States. The political persecution of President Donald J. Trump has been going on for years, and now with fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam, impeachment hoax number one and impeachment hoax number two, and so much more, it just never ends. It is political targeting at the highest level, Trump said. Hillary Clinton was supposed to delete and acid wash suppose uh, 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Absolutely nothing has happened to hold her accountable. She even took antique furniture and other items from the White House. I stood up to America's uh, bureaucratic corruption. I restored power to the people and truly delivered for our country like we've never seen before. The establishment hated it. And now as they watch my endorsed candidates win big victories and see my dominance in the polls, they're trying to stop me and the Republican Party once more. The lawlessness, political persecution, and witch hunt must be exposed and stopped. I will continue to fight for the great American people, said Trump. Trump has been under persistent investigation by the January 6th committee, which seeks to hold him accountable for a riot that occurred on January the 6th, 2021. The FBI has said there was no evidence that the events of the day had been pre-planned. Well, I think they were pre-planned, but not by Trump. They were pre-planned by the FBI and, and uh, Nancy Pelosi and others, unfortunately, but that's another story. Some of those who work with Trump in his administration have faced similar fates, Former Trump official Jeffrey Clark was raised at his home in Virginia in June. The raid was part of Biden's G, uh, Department of Justice probe into alternate electors slated by multiple states in, in the aftermath of the 2020 election. Very sad indeed. It kind of just uh, really saddened my heart that uh, I got saw this news. Interestingly enough, uh, Trump decided to wait until the evening news to break the story, even though the FBI agents have been there since the morning. So showing some some uh, guile on his part, some wisdom and uh, how to manage the uh, press. But irrespective, this is a sad day. That you just don't do this to a former president of the United States. It's all politics. Unfortunately, it makes these people look very small. And indeed, they are small people. And again, reflective of a banana republic. By the way, Governor DeSantis quickly issued a sharp-worded rebuke to the FBI raid on Monday. The raid of uh, Mar-a-Lago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents. While people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves, now the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries. Banana Republic, said DeSantis. He's so right. By the way, uh, DeSantis has often been called a potential candidate for the White House in 2024. He's going outside his own midterm gubernatorial campaign to stump for American First Republicans in Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. In doing so, he's throwing his support behind candidates endorsed by another big name, of course, bandied about, Donald Trump. Uh, the Win and uh, Unite and Win rally tour, head, headlined by DeSantis, is being put on by Turning Point Action, the lobbying arm founded by Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA, it's a group designed to reach young conservative voters. Both Trump and DeSantis have been featured speakers at Turning Point events. DeSantis' first uh, national stumping event will be Sunday in Phoenix for GOP gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake, what a rock star she is, and GOP Senate nominee Blake Masters, both of whom won their primaries last week behind Trump's endorsements. And by the way, <clears throat> uh, there's there's another victory uh, that just came across uh, the wire, and this is really good news amidst all this uh, alarming news that we've talked about. Uh, America First Republican Joe Kent is presented uh, projected to defeat pro-Trump impeachment Republican Representative Jamie Herrera Butler in the Republican primary election in Washington State's third congressional district. 
Bueller was one of three impeachment Republicans on Tuesday's ballot in the seventh to, uh, to likely leave Congress after voting to impeach the former president. It was projected to lose to Kent late Monday evening by Wasserman and uh, the Cook political report with 92% of the vote reporting. Kent's uh, projected victory represents a stunning defeat for impeachment House Republicans. Kent will likely head to the uh, general election to face Marie Perez, whom Kent is favored to defeat in the plus five red district, according to Wasserman. So that is really great news, in my opinion. And now that leaves uh, Liz Cheney. She'll be fighting for her life in Wyoming uh, at the end of this month. And uh, doesn't look, well, I think it's the 15th of the month. It doesn't look good for her. 70% of the people right now favor her opponent. Well, the censorship of approved, unapproved opinions on social media during the pandemic, despite being a very serious matter, almost became something of a joke after a while. Anyone, including medical professionals who offered any opinions or linked to any studies that departed from the company line being put forward by Fauci and the company quickly found that Twitter and Facebook accounts were suspended, as were my wife's many times. We'll talk about it later. The trend seems to be fading a bit this year, and tweets of the nature are frequently responded to by users saying things along the lines of a year ago you'd have been (laughs) twit mode (laughs) for that tweet. That's kind of cute. But the uh, advantage and damage has already been done. The suspicions may uh, are largely gone, but they are not forgotten. And now a group of doctors and other scientists are now joining in a lawsuit being brought against Biden administration, along with the CDC and the DHS, over the perceived censorships. The suits will allege that the federal government collaborated with big tech social media companies to have dissenting voices being banned for the discussion. This is just a common theme here today, isn't all about the banana republic government that we have now. Several well-known doctors and scientists joined a lawsuit against the Biden administration Tuesday over social media censorship of COVID-19 information. The doctors alleged that they were censored on social media platforms for expressing views in opposition to the positions of the federal government. Their representation, the new Civil Liberties Alliance, said on Tuesday's press release, The group includes professors of medicine from both Stanford and Harvard, so we're not talking about armchair medical experts here. Early in the pandemic, they published their previous research in epidemiology and recommended a targeted approach to dealing with the pandemic, you know, like the old folks first and only those that have suppressed immune systems and so forth. Well, for that, they were banned from social media platforms, and the group believes that it's more and sufficient evidence to show that the White House and the CDC directly influenced these decisions to ban them. You say something against us, and we're going to make sure your voice is quieted. That's what happened. Now, sadly, they, they probably have a good case, and if they win, unfortunately, it'll be our taxpayers' dollars that end up going to pay, settle the suit. So sad. So sad that the, this administration and these people are so corrupt. I'm sure they don't even realize how corrupt they appear to the rest of us. So unfortunate. The segment of the show brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning, Naples' longest established air conditioning company. Visit johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. Coming up, our state senator, Kathleen Pasadomo. That and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. I'm Bob Harden, the host of the Bob Harden Show. One of my favorites for breakfast or lunch is Lulabee's Diner, providing great service, fabulous food, and a rockin' good time. Lulabee's Diner is a throwback to the 60s, complete with great music and a fabulous 60s decor. What I like best is a blend of great food, great value, and terrific service. Most of the friendly waitstaff has been part of Lulabee's for years. I enjoy the great choices for breakfast and lunch, and you'll find the menu has everything and anything to satisfy your taste. Lulabee's offers catering, party platters, lunch boxes, and more. Lulabee's Diner will quickly become one of your favorites for breakfast or lunch. No reservations are needed. Check out the website 
at lulubees.com and stop by Lulubees Diner, open from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. seven days a week. Lulubees Diner in the Green Tree Shopping Center at the corner of Immokalee and Airport Pulling Roads. Stop by Lulubees Diner for fabulous food and for a forever cool rockin' good time. Collier County Sheriff Kevin Rambaugh says the number one reason the elderly become victims is isolation. The Collier Senior Center goes a long way in keeping seniors connected with the community and with each other. The Collier Senior Center, located at 4898 Coronado Parkway in Golden Gate, provides comprehensive information regarding services and resources that affect the quality of life of older adults and their caregivers in Collier County, empowering them to maintain independent and meaningful lives. Here's Esther Lully, director of Collier Senior Center. Everyone, every senior is welcome. There's diversity there. It's vibrant. It's a caring atmosphere. So there's a reason we offer the services and programs that we do. We want to help enrich the lives of senior members and provide support to their caregivers. Want to find out more? Visit CollierSeniorCenter.org. That's CollierSeniorCenter.org. Or call the Collier Senior Center at 239-252-4541. That's 252-4541. Welcome back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the Foundation for Government Accountability. I proudly serve on their board. They do great things, including creating policies and programs to get able-bodied folks off of welfare and back to work. It's a moral imperative, and you can find out more by visiting the website, thefga.org. Coming up, we're going to visit with Seat Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. Right now, we have with us our state senator, Kathleen Pasadomo. Kathleen, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Kathleen. Were you as disheartened as I was after hearing the news last night about what happened at Mar-a-Lago? Oh, a- absolutely. I, I'm, I'm so frustrated and concerned and upset about where this country's going uh, in terms of the political machinations. And, you know, I, ne- I didn't agree with the Trump tweets and everything, but he sure did a, he did a, a great job when he was president, and to treat him like this is reprehensible. And you know what? It's gonna, when Biden leaves, we're going to do the same thing to him. And then it's going to be again and again and again, and there's going to be no dignity or respect for the office. And that's where we're coming to. That's it a really great. Bothers. That's a great point. The only difference I think might be is whatever uh, Biden gets, he had coming to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll <laughs> leave that for another day. He's yeah, probably right. But, but, but you know, I see that everywhere. Um, we used to have respect for our political institutions um, and our, you know, Congress and our legislators, and now all it is is backstabbing and you know, uh, acrimony, and we're not getting anything done in that case. And then they pass that giant bill that God knows what it'll do. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, about uh, uh, Kathleen, when I take a step backwards and think about uh, what's happened, you know, we had hope under President Donald Trump. He did things for the American people, and it, it was... You know, the proof of the t- tasting was in uh, proof of the pudding was in the tasting. In other words, we could see the results in our paychecks. Yeah. We could see of the course. results in our tax bills. Uh, there was so much evidence that the, the cost of gas and so on. It's difficult for me to think of one thing, even one thing, under the Biden administration that's been for the benefit of the American people. I, I agree with you completely. And you know, the, the sad part is too. Uh, you know, from day one. After uh, uh, Donald Trump was elected president, they tried to tear him down. You know, that hoax Russian, <laughs> I hate using the word hoax, but the Russian investigation, which was a total political theater, right. nothing there, and they continued uh, attacking him. And that's the nature of politics these days. No matter, you can't do anything good because the other side's going to attack you. And honestly, we're all doing it, and it's terrible. Well, we don't do it in Tallahassee, and I'm fairly determined. To, to continue some good policies for our state and not worry about the political rhetoric. 
Uh, good for you. I mean, it was I, the words of Nigel Farage and others kind of ring in my ear when I think about the CPAC one happened this weekend. It's basically that, you know, we have to stand up and really fight for this country. And I'm not talking about uh, physical violence. I'm talking about uh, voting and doing the right things to help us get back right. on track. And it, a vote today has never been more, more important. I couldn't agree with you more. I, I think some of the policies or a lot of the policies of the Biden administration are just taking us down. They are taking us down a socialism path. And uh, it's crazy that we can't, you know, we've got to uh, take that Congress and then we have to do a good job. I think we have, my feeling is we take that Congress, um, the House, the Senate, uh, get a good Republican governor elected from Florida, whomever that may be, and uh, as president in 2024, and then do good things and don't just sit around jeering. Like, I was mortified by where the Democrats were, were like celebrating this um, Mar a Lago thing. I know. They should be disturbed, but not celebrating. It's crazy. Yeah. You probably. If, uh, <laughs> I'm, on a, I'm on a high horse right no, now. No, I saw. Well, there's That's probably a few, few rhinos that were cheering along with them, too. So, uh, but yeah, so which. Well, that's not what we do. I right. mean, let the process uh, do what it needs to do. Um, I'm sure they're, you know, they're pro- they probably just wanted to retrieve some boxes. Fine. Let's get over and get back to doing good governance. Absolutely. Well, which brings us, of course, to uh, your focus right now, which is, I'm sure, the midterms. And uh, you've got some important elections coming up for senators and, and uh, representatives in the Florida state government. Yeah, we, I mean, right now we have, of course, the primary elections in, in the Florida Senate. We have a few, not many. We try, we try as a body to uh, stay away from primaries because obviously November is more important. Yeah. And uh, so we've got a few. And then right after the primary, we start serious campaigning for the uh, November election. And, you know, we have, uh, we've got 27 good candidates, 28 good candidates out there. Uh, some of whom have been elected already, and then we're going to put a, put a, do a real push for the for the challenging seats. Yeah, out of curiosity, in my opinion, is that that this would only steal the resolve of uh, uh, can of uh, Republicans to against the uh, Democrat Party and what they're doing. And I'm talking about the events of last night. I think yes. it's just going to increase no the mo- motivation. No, no. no question, I, because I think people are frustrated. And this is a really bad path to go down because it's it's not going to be just this one time. Every single uh, individual who serves in, as an elected official is going to look behind their back to see what knife is in it. And it's wrong. Yeah, it is indeed. Kathleen Passanum, our, again, our state senator, and proud to say also going to be our Senate president come the uh, November elections, the midterms after that. Kathleen, I just genuinely appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, and have a great day. You as well, Kathleen. Thank you. All right, coming up, Boo Mortensen. She is uh, up in Madison, Wisconsin. Always a, a lighter and more entertaining part of the show. We're going to do that and more right here in the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Do you suffer with chronic pain and discomfort? After back surgery, I had painful tendons and muscles and difficulty standing upright. On a referral, I visited Dr. Alec at I Am Designed to Heal, Naples' only vitality and longevity practice where acupuncture, Medical massage, energy healing, and integrative holistic medicine are harmonized to create a -a one-of-a-kind, restorative experience. After only two visits, my pain began to dissipate and I could stand and walk more upright. It was amazing. I plan to continue my treatments to enhance my sense of well-being. Don't suffer needlessly with discomfort and pain. Improve your quality of life. See for yourself and make an appointment by visiting the website IamDesignedToHeal.com. That's IamDesignedToHeal.com, or you can call or text Dr. Alec at 239-322-3817. That's 322-3817. Visit IamDesignedToHeal.com for an amazing, one-of-a-kind, restorative experience.
Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. I just want to remind you of a free technology seminar for seniors with uh, Eric Montano of Premier Services of Naples. It's going to happen on Thursday, August the 11th at 10 a.m. at the uh, Senior Golden Gate Senior Center at 4898 Coronado Parkway in Naples. And uh, you don't need to register. and It's free. And if you're struggling with a few questions about technology, this would be the place to go. You can call 252-4541 to get more information. 252-4541. Coming up, we're going to visit with Seton Motley. Right now we have with us Boo Mortensen. It's time to find out what's new with Boo. And every time I say that, Boo, it makes me smile. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure. You know, you just said something about you struggle with technology. Yeah. I have to tell you, since we have come back, we I've had such a difficult time with my Wi-Fi. And can you imagine what it's like to be without any Internet for a week? No. So nothing. Exactly. It's. I mean, you have no idea how dependent we are on it. I'd rather have my oven go down than the Wi-Fi go down. Uh, so they came up. They checked it. They were here for two days. They say it's up and running. Quits, it runs for a day, and then stops again. So they say, I need a new router. I buy a router. Yeah. I said, well, are you going to help me uh, install the router and get the connectivity back with this new router? He says, no, we don't do that. But he said, I can call you. I can, I can walk you through it. <laughs> walk you through it. Are you kidding me? I had a guy come up who is a programmer. That's all he does is deal with computers and all that. It took him... An hour and a half to set it up. And this is a guy that is knowing what's going on. We are at the mercy of technology. It's true. You know, and here's what happens. I I find myself in the same circumstances. Even though I'm surrounded by all types of technology right here doing the show, I frankly don't understand how it works or what. And here's what happens when they say, I'll talk you through it. They say, first first pick up the the red uh, frizzle frazzle. And you don't you don't yeah. know what a frizzle frazzle is. <laughs> they use this terminology, and it's so frustrating, and it, it never it never works. No, it doesn't. You have to have that's the problem is that you have to have an expert come in like this guy that came in had to reset to the factory set the the router. He had to redo that. He had to give me a new uh, password a new username. Uh, he had to change everything. Now, do you honestly think the average person can do that? No, I don't. And uh, Boo, you make a great point. First of all, you have to, you don't have a lexicon. You don't have all the language that they use in order to solve these problems. If you knew that language, you wouldn't need anybody to help you in the first place, right? It's kind of crazy. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, and when people talk to you about it, they don't dumb it down for you. Right. They think you're, you're, you're you've got the same level of competency that they have that is so wrong i mean it is it is frustrating yep it is so indeed. at least now the guy imagine this is he's a, a programmer he deals with computers all day got a degree in it and it took him an hour and a half Wow, that's, that's a long time. Yeah, that's a boy. You had quite a problem there. I'll tell you. That's but it's so frustrating when you lose technology. You talk about your oven. You can always order out food, but man, when you're when you can't <laughs> you can't get your router to work, it's kind of kind of a mess indeed. Yeah, it is. So it's up and running now. I am looking at the news this morning, and I I know you've already talked about this. The FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, but I want. I find it appalling. I want but, to get your opinion about this. 
Well, you know, for a, for them to get a search warrant, they had to go to a judge. Yep. And he had to deem that there was justifiable reason to do it. Yep. So clearly somebody felt that there was just a, a justifiable reason to stage a raid. So it makes you wonder what specifically they were looking for. They say he would, they were looking for all these 15 boxes of papers that apparently Trump took. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm mystified that they would do something like that. I think it's such a political move, and I wonder what the boomerang effect of all of this is going to be. Because if Trump thinks that he can parlay this into more support for him to run again, He'll jump on it. Well, and of course he, he will. It's already created that, in my opinion. I mean, uh, it's just steal my resolve in order to gain support to, and to get him back in office and get get somebody in office who's going to take care of us and, and uh, protect us from all the nonsense that's going on in Washington, D.C. right now. You mentioned you mentioned the uh, uh, getting get the warrant and going to a judge. Now, first of all, the information presented in the warrant has to be accurate and uh, true, Probably wasn't. And then you have to take it to a judge that is uh, fair-minded and uh, is blind to justice, you know, that kind of thing. And probably not. So, you you know, that's what's so aggravating about the entire situation right now is so many of our institutions have been weaponized. And this is just more evidence of that happening. Oh, I do, too. It's so disappointing to see. I mean, it really is. You almost wonder also... If this has anything to do, you know, they're digging deeper and they're getting closer to the Hunter Biden problem yeah. issue. And you wonder if this is a diversionary tactic for that. Uh-huh. I, You know, everything is so political. Everybody's got a hand in the cookie jar. I don't know. It's just one more. It's. It's indicative of the crazy times that we're in right now. Yeah, well, the president said these are these are dark times for a nation. He's certainly right about that. I was just plain deflated by the news. Uh, there's nothing noble about what's going on right now. There's nothing that we could say, boy, that's America, yeah, that we're proud of what's going on. I, I think Trump's right. I mean, we're behaving like a banana republic. Yes. Yes, I believe that. To go to his home, break into a safe. Yeah. I mean, there's something so egregious about it and and really shocking on so many different levels and i don't care if you're democrat or republican you know have they ever gone after any other president like that nobody you know to to my previous guest uh kathleen pasadena made this point she said you know if this happens now it's you know uh it's going to happen to the next that when when biden's out of office don't you think there's going to be some sort of a situation that uh for his egregious behavior in in, uh, government he'll probably get investigated I hope not. I hope this doesn't set a precedent. I hope it's a one-off you do? Uh, situation. Yeah, to, to go down that road, there's nobody gains anything with that. And at some point, you've got to rise above it. And, and uh, I don't, I just, you know, tit for tat, nobody wins in that. You know, I, I agree with that sentiment, except there's so many things that uh, Biden has done for example, being uh, the deals, the uh, the big guy, you know, but taking money on these deals and everything from Ukraine to China, I think the guy is so corrupt. I I would like to see justice done somehow, some way. Well, it may be done through the investigation of Hunter. That's what I'm hoping that yeah. Hunter is smoking gun in all of this, and that a lot of it will come to light. But it is such a political hot potato that. I, I don't know. I'm surprised that they haven't gotten further along. To tell you the truth, I'm shocked that all these uh, famous, powerful men still haven't been named in, in all the times they've gone down to Jeffrey Epstein's island. So true. And uh, gone after girls underage. Yep, so uh, true. Where did that go? Uh, so you're so so right, Boo. Two, two uh, systems of justice, <laughs> one for the good guys and one for the not-so-good. Boo Mortensen, I always appreciate your commentary and insight into what's going on in the world. Really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, Bob. My pleasure, indeed. All right, coming up, we're going to visit with Seton Motley. Seton is the founder and president of Less Government. We're going to do that and more right here in the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more. 
Harton Show here on the Bob Harton Broadcasting Network. Do you suffer from joint pain in your shoulders, hips, or knees? I was suffering from debilitating pain in my knees. On a referral, I saw Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine. He successfully treated my symptoms and pain for several months. Finally, having exhausted all alternatives for pain management, Dr. Markovich and I agreed that surgery was my best alternative. Dr. Markovich replaced both of my knees in 2006, and I now have full range of motion in both knees, and I have no pain. I now play golf and exercise free of debilitating pain in my knees. Don't suffer needlessly with joint pain. Call orthopedic surgeon Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine at 482-5399. That's 482-5399. He did a great job for me, and he'll help you too. School Choice is a growing movement, one that is already lifting thousands of kids across America and is now supported by three out of four voters. The Optima Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit, was founded to support the establishment and expansion of superior schools of choice. Optima's goal is the successful launch of Hillsdale College, classical academies, and other schools of excellence serving kindergarten through 12th grade. The mission is to train the minds and improve the hearts of young people through content-rich classical education in the liberal arts and sciences with instruction in the principles of moral character and civic virtue. A terrific product of the process, Naples Classical Academy opened this fall in a classical virtual school. Optima Classical Academy will open in 2022. Find out more by visiting OptimaEd.org. Help children in Florida optimize their education opportunities. Visit www.OptimaEd.org. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Choice Social. Choice Social is a new, refreshing social networking platform. And you can download the app and find out more by visiting the website, choicesocial.us. Coming up, we're going to be visiting with Seton Motley. Seton is the founder and president of Less Government. Seton, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, sir. Do you have to get the door? <laughs> no, we, we have a lot of deer in the area. Ah, got it. So, Seton, tell us about Less Government. We exist to reduce the size, scope, and sphere of influence of government, and the Democrats don't. In fact, uh, boy, the events of last night, I would appreciate your comments. So, so you're deeply involved in, in government and what's going on in government, not in, personally involved as a bureaucrat. But uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I, 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 in about 2013, I reached the conclusion that the country was done. <laughs> I thought... We're too much in debt. The government's too big. It's too out of control. Um, and perhaps most importantly of all, we don't have a Republican Party that's opposing any of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what you saw last night is what happens in banana republics in yep. third world countries. Yep. This is this is not a first world governmental move. This is not what you see <laughs> in stable republics. Um, and, you know, where are the Republicans now? You know, we still have Republicans who were never Trumpers. What the hell are they thinking? Yeah, that's unbelievable. Um, you know, if, 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 I don't care how much you hated Trump. If you want limited government and you're and you're not now lining up behind the Trump movement, whatever you want to call it, whether it's Trump or the movement or whatever, MAGA, <laughs> MAGA for America First, whatever. If you're allegedly a less government type person and you're not on board with what's what what he started at this point, you're worse than worthless. Absolutely. Well, I would say or misinformed or un, un, unaware for sure. Uh, so changing topics, I want to talk about your column. I thought it was very interesting. A decade of bad law later, D.C. may finally address the actual patent problem. Maybe. Tell us about it. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, 
we had the best patent system in the world for 250 years. We had, as a result, we had the best economy in the history of humanity. Um, and all of a sudden, the reformers came along and said, let's fix it in D.C. And the, the problems they allegedly identified were patent trolls and bad patents. They, their definition of patent troll was anyone who didn't invent what they held the patent for yeah. is a patent troll. Well, that's absurd. Because patent inventors don't want to go into the business of manufacturing what they invent. Right. So what they do is they sell their patent to somebody and then take that money and work on their next you know, invention. That's, that's the system that we had for 250 years, and it works beautifully. I mean, enter, you know, Enterprise Rent-A-Car doesn't make the cars it rents to us. Right. Are they car trolls? No. No. They're, they're, they're buying them from the manufacturers. From the inventors, the, you know Ford and Dodge and and whoever, and then renting them to us, and in the process making our lives better and easier, and making the car manufacturers' lives better and easier, and everything gets better as a result. That's not a patent troll. There's nothing wrong with that concept. And of course, there were some bad patents issued by the patent office for about four or five years. There was a run yep. where they issued a bunch of bad patents, and then. They, they pretty much had corrected the problem. Um, but even if they hadn't, what do you do under those circumstances? What the government did was totally reinvent, tra fundamentally transform the entire patent system. And as I said in the piece, that's like watching a bunch of Democrats murder each other in major U.S. cities and then taking away legal guns from people in Wyoming and Montana. Right. <laughs> that's, it, it makes no sense at all. And unless you want to destroy the patent system, which is what I think the under underlying cause was in this movement. So they passed the American Invents Act in 2013, and that's what that's what's happened. We dropped out of the top 10 in the Global Innovation Index. Um, patent, little patent inventors, little inventors are being swamped by lame claims of, uh, you know, PTAB, Patent Trial and Appeal Board. Uh, was a was a in-house patent destroying thing created by the American Invents Act. It's like a, the, the patent office issues you a patent, and then the patent office goes, "Oh, we were just kidding. We take it back now." Yeah, this is so um, sad. This is so sad because I, I just want to underscore how important what you're saying is. It's so important that the founders of the uh, republic, the constitution, to put it right in the constitution, <laughs> and then and it was working. It was working great. And then, to your point, many bad patents were issued. In fact, I I had a, an attorney friend who was making a living uh, just uh, dealing with these bad patent law uh, right. that were issued. He said, "Bob, it's like shooting fish in a barrel." <laughs> right. And again, you know, if the judges aren't ruling properly, well, then they appointed bad judges. Yeah. But like like you said, he was making a living killing them because the, they were obviously bad, yeah. and the judges were overturning them and dumping them. Yeah. And 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 if you wanted to, you know, if the patent office, which had already fixed the problem, by the way, let's not forget that. But if in 2013 you want, or 2011 is when they wrote the law, if you wanted to, to improve the patent office's issuing of patents, you don't undermine the entire patent system. You go to the patent office with some reforms and say, issue better patents. Right. <laughs> and that's and finally, 10 years after they passed the stupid American Vents Act, uh, Senators Tillis and uh, Leahy, the patent killers in the respective parties, um, Tillis is a Republican from North Carolina, Leahy's going away. Finally, at the age of 905, I think, <laughs> um, he's Vermont, one of Vermont senators. But they're passing a law. They propose a law now to address bad patents at the patent office. Well, gee, perhaps you should have done that 10 years ago exactly. rather than passing the idiocy you passed in, in place. So are you hopeful? No, well, that's the other problem is even if for decades the, the bad patent argument was used as cover, too. To undermine the patent system. When yeah. they say bad patents, they actually mean good patents. Yeah. They just don't like patents. Yeah. Problem. And so I'm, you know, for decades before the American Invents Act was even on the radar, patent defenders like myself were concerned 
that they were using the bad patents argument, the way they used the patent troll argument, as just as an excuse, as cover, to undermine the patent system. Seton Motley, again, the founder and president of Less Government. I encourage you to visit the website, lessgovernment.org. You can also visit Less Government on Facebook. Seton, your commentary is always right on spot. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Uh, watch out for the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. And how about all those uh, IRS agents that are being hired? 87,000 of them, is it, that they're now going to be looking uh, and harassing middle-income folks? This is just, uh, there's no end to what's going on. We're just watching, this is kind of watching in slow motion what's happening to our republic. It's, it is uh, so sad, in my opinion. All right, coming up, we're going to visit with Linda Harden. She's uh, up to date on everything that's going on with uh, the news, and I always appreciate her commentary, so we're going to share it with you. We're going to do that and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. you have questions about your retirement, Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Offices located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Blue Provence Restaurant is a favorite dining destination for many Neapolitans, including Linda and myself. Blue Provence, located in a historic building in the heart of Old Naples at Creighton Cove, offers a mix of French bistro cooking with bold, fresh Floridian flavors. Experience award-winning cuisine at Blue Provence and enjoy one of Florida's most extensive, eclectic, and fun wine cellars. Dining your choice of the popular Eden Bar, the intimate courtyard garden, or the beautiful Provencal Caribbean dining room. Enjoy a wonderful and memorable evening in a casual and relaxed atmosphere that includes a taste of Provencal hospitality. Blue Provence is open seven days a week, all year round. Visit blueprovencenaples.com for reservations, everyday specials, and coming events. That's blueprovencenaples.com or call 261-8239. That's 261-8239. Blue Provence French Restaurant in the heart of Old Naples. Welcome back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Gulf Shore Playhouse, building a 44,000-square-foot performing arts center in downtown Naples. It's going to be a real jewel right in the middle of the city. And also bringing you professional New York-style theater at its very best. You can find out more and get tickets by visiting the website, golfshoreplayhouse.org. We have with us Linda Harden. She wrote uh, Greetings from Paradise. She also stays up to date on what's happening on the news. I also stay up really late at night. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't last night unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Of all the things that you could have possibly imagined to happen, that wasn't on my radar. No, I just felt this tremendous sense of uh, uh, heaviness with regard to the news that was breaking and just listening to what's happening. So like, Why? Well, because the, our Department of Justice has been weaponized? Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the FBI. That's just unbelievable. And, and uh, now hiring 87,000, I think it is, new IRS agents for, with the express purpose of harassing middle-income folks. And I would me- imagine they probably have Republican after their name. Well, and don't forget that, that for whatever reason, they have, they have allowed the um, IRS to have all this ammunition. What could possibly, what could go wrong? Yeah, and by ammunition, I'm, you're talking about uh, real stuff like guns and bullets yes. and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, no question about it. Hey, you sent me something that I found so fascinating. It said, did you know that George Soros Open Society Archives in Hungary was renamed the Vera and Donald Blinken Open Society Archives? 
after the couple gave a major donation to the Soros Global Agenda, Vera and Donald Blinken are the parents of our U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. So here's my theory that I have uh, um, put together in the last overnight after I, I've been watching um, all this. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff has come up. Um, uh, what's her face? Um, uh, Liz Cheney is 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 hitting a roadblock as far as this January sixth thing is concerned, because uh, for for a number of different reasons, um, we found out that her husband. Uh, wait, back up just a minute. We found out that Cash Patel, who was who was in the uh, Trump administration, right, said that. Uh, over at CPAC this weekend, remember, uh, yeah. and, and Trump acknowledged it, that um, that Liz Cheney uh, just uh, misinformed and, and manufactured all this stuff about, um, help me with my wording here, uh, all these documents um, and all, the, oh, about the National Guard, that, that Trump authorized the National Guard and... and and Nancy Pelosi and, and uh, the mayor of um, D.C. stood in the way of it. Right. And, and so she's, Liz Cheney is in a, it's a quagmire right now because she's trying to move forward with this, you know, to push forward so Trump uh, can't be elected again. So that's a problem. And her father put out this absolutely uh, dark commercial for her for Wyoming saying demonizing Donald Trump. Donald Trump. This is telling me. Oh, and, and then with the Blinken thing. Oh, and then and then Liz Cheney's um, husband is working in the law firm that's that's defending Hunter Biden. Wait a minute. Yeah. Let's just. How can we distract from this in the most obvious yeah. way? And that's at that's to raid Donald Trump's home. So let, let I want to just take a step backward back and and make this comment because this is what I see going on, and I'd appreciate your point of view about this. What I see going on right now is. The Republican Party now under Trump's leadership is beginning to push rhinos out of the party and uh, elect people who are, let's call them ultra MAGA or people who are want to make America first. That's and so actually this this party, the new party, is not going to be for the political elites. It's going to be for the people of the United States of America. And I think that's why so many people feel joy when they feel like they're part of the Trump movement is because they realize what this is all about. It's all about returning government. To the people. Well, and don't forget what Steve Bannon said even before Trump was elected. And he said, when he was talking to CPAC um, five years ago, he said, uh, don't exp- we are disrupting the, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, I'm putting yeah. my own words in, but he's, we're disrupting the country club of the establishment that has been in place for years and years. And you think that they're going to let go of this easily? Don't count on it. We're at war. Andrew Breitbart said the same thing. Yeah, and and here's the thing. This is not just happening on a national level, but let's take a look at what's happening in Pennsylvania or Wisconsin or any of these uh, states right now. Arizona. Arizona. You see the... see the establishment trying to hold on to power and for example and Car- cheat to do it yeah and and Carrie Lake god bless her she has just been out there and doing her job to get elected and uh, this is another defeat for the establishment we're following the we're seeing the republican establishment fall one by one not only statewide but also in the nation i loved when she said at cpac that they've that um, she put a stake in the heart of the mccain uh, dynasty. I just loved it. I would have loved to have seen Meghan McCain absolutely melt <laughs> down when that when that sentence. Well, was. you know, she said in, in her tweet, "Be careful of what you wish for," and I think that's probably goes right back at her. She's she had to be careful about what she wished for because she got it, and now she's beginning to lose uh, power. The uh, McCain family is not going to have power in Arizona. They're well, they're gone, and and they did everything they could. Um, just just. Back up just a second, because we haven't talked since since that happened. But um, in Pima County, I think it was, the Secretary of State made sure, under her order, that the Republicans would not have enough ballots. Yeah. Pino County, I think that was. Yeah. And that person's been fired, who is responsible for the election. Right, locally been fired. But this Katie Hobbs, who's the Secretary of State, She's got to be having a whole bunch of sleepless nights these days because 
she was caught red-handed saying, don't give enough ballots for Republicans. Yeah, here's the interesting thing is that uh, Carrie Lake is no dummy, I'll tell you. She uh, had a whole uh, battalion of lawyers uh, surrounding this whole election thing, and uh, they were watching them like a hawk. Thank goodness, because I think, quite frankly, if, they, if she hadn't done that, they probably would have stolen the election. Well, sure, but but these people are so stupid. They, listen, the establishment in Washington, D.C., and that concludes for all the way up, thinks that the American public is stupid and... And they don't. They don't care. Yeah. They don't care. All they want is their little country club in Washington. I, well, I think what you're saying is they're going to do whatever they can to get by with the crimes that allow them to retain power and uh, and, quite frankly, financial control. Oh well, let's just go to to the billions of dollars they they sent to Ukraine yesterday. They are trying to empty the treasury of the United States. People, it's already empty by about thirty trillion dollars. But here's the thing: they're sending. Six billion dollars to Ukraine to the government. Nothing could go wrong there, right? Right, and and oh, by the way, only thirty percent of the all the money sent to Ukraine can actually be documented that something that they went there. Well, I'll remind you that uh, when they voted to send the money to Ukraine, one of the addendums they didn't vote. One one of the addendums that they that they wanted to include. I think they did on one of the uh, uh, amounts of money. One of the agenda they wanted wanted to include was to have somebody who would, uh, a government official or bureau, who would look over the money to have an accounting for what was happening to everything. Then they and the, they said no, they didn't want that. So they voted on the forty billion, the initial forty billion That's to, right. That's to go. Right. But since then, all this additional money, nobody has voted on it. No one. Right. They're just writing checks. And oh, by the way. Let's just get back to this Blinken thing for just a moment. Yep. How how scary is that? And and they don't want that information out. I'm doing everything I can on social media to 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 make sure people know about that because George Soros has the Secretary of State of the United States in his control. Well, you can. Uh, that's a that's a leap. I mean, uh, Blinken has got his own mind. But I would guess, I would bet, the probability is very high that you're absolutely right about that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, his parents raised him as a good communist, as a good uh, socialist, as a... Well, when I saw that, that Charlie Crook posted that on True Social yesterday, and I sent it around, I'm going, okay, I'm going to send it around, but just in case this is fake news, I'm going to look it up. And that's why I sent you that document that I found, that there's no secret that the Blinken, uh, Anthony Blinken's parents were... Totally involved with the Open Society by George Soros. Yeah, unfortunate. And that, that just sends chills. Well, I think uh, we're winding down on our time right now, and I think the most important message right now is we all need to have a steely resolve on the fact that we're going to vote, we're going to stand up to what's happening in our country right now, because we need to show up at the ballot box, and we need to make sure that uh, uh, the right thing happens, it, not only in the midterms, but in the, in the uh, 2024 presidential election. We need to take our country back. The midterms, I can't wait to see what happens this afternoon. Are you kidding me? I mean, all this stuff that's happening, they, we've got the primaries in Wisconsin, oh, yeah. uh, Minnesota, uh, these other states that are going on, what happened in, in the 3rd District of Washington last night. Joe Kent was absolutely not supposed to take the lead. He was supposed to get trounced. And as of last night, Richard Barris declared him the winner. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The left is freaking out. And oh, by the way, as far as Donald Trump and all this stuff that they're trying to do to him, he is so over the target. He is so over the target, and he's getting more and more people. I, I can't tell you. They showed they showed on social media last night how many people are piling on to his site on Truth Social. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Well, like he always says, when you're getting this kind of flack coming your way, it's because you're over the target. So <laughs> I can't, you know what? I can't wait to, I can't wait. I, I talk about Steve Bannon all the time, but God bless Steve Bannon. Absolutely. And, and I cannot wait to see his show this morning because he's going to be breathing fire. Linda, I just always appreciate your commentary here in the show. A lot of fun today. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. All right. Well, that's a wrap here in today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, uh, tomorrow, we're going to visit with Bob Levy, the chairman of the Cato Institute, and also Andrew Joppa, professor and author of Josephus of Oz. Always appreciate your comments on the show. You can send me an email at bobharden at hotmail.com. 
Also, uh, if you enjoy the show, please tell your friends. Uh, let them know, and uh, we, our advertisers would appreciate that as well. I hope you make it a great day on the Paradise Coast or wherever you are. Namaste. Listening to the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. For more information and audio files of previous shows, visit www.bobharden.com.